My fellow Earthlings, we are back with another great episode of Bruno Explains It All. As always, it is I, your favorite friendly neighborhood podcaster, streaming straight out of New York City. Well, Yonkers specifically in New York City. I'm usually in the Bronx, but we're in Yonkers. And boy, do we have an interesting episode today. The topic today is toxic men. Yes, it's the sister episode to toxic women. And I'm joined again by my little brother and your new BFF, JB. Everybody say hi to my recurring co-pilot. Hey, how's it going, guys? JB here. Glad to be back again. Right? So, JB, what are we doing? Are you still under the weather? Um, No, I'm actually feeling, you know, a lot better. You know, I guess I was, like, towards, like, the end of my, you know, being sick. So, it was more just, you know, a little build-up and whatnot. But, yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. It, it was Jesus. <laughs> it, it probably, I should have spoke to him to heal me faster, you know. So, we did an episode called Toxic Woman, right? And today, we're going to be focusing on the men. Are you ready to talk about some toxic men? definitely 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 let's do it what are some quality traits that you feel women or even other men i guess if they're gay should keep their eye on to help them determine if the men in their lives are toxic um i believe one would be i would say like um i guess just the topic itself like toxic masculinity you know like some men who feel like they have more power because you know in like traditionally the men were supposed to be like head of household you know the ones who provided the ones who um supported who kept you safe who i guess you can say like made the the hard decisions while women generally were the home cares you know they took care of the home they made the house a home basically and you know there's just some men who are stuck in those traditional ways where they feel like i'm the man you listen to what i say if I'm making sure you're good and I'm supporting you, you have to do everything I tell you. You have to listen to me. You can't complain. And it's just like the way when I what I say goes. We're saying that I guess overbearing masculine masculinity yes. is a toxic. Yes. Very uh, toxic. I'd say a chronic liar is toxic. Pretty toxic. Um, a manipulator. Narcissists. Narcissist. Know. Pretty much the same qualities we spoke about yeah. women. I mean, yeah. if a man does it, I, he's I feel toxic like basically too. It's, it's not just yeah. I feel like basically it's the same things, like the same traits, but um, that we just shared when we spoke about women. Yeah, basically, but I feel like men do it in a different way. You know, right? You know, like um, some men are, I guess, a little more subtle in their toxicity so it's kind of sometimes it's harder to actually see it and may confuse it with oh but they just care you know? i felt like, like i i always thought that maybe women were a little bit better because you know how they say that women are better cheaters i mean yeah that actually i mean yeah yeah but you know i feel like there's a reason why they're called fuck boys for a reason you know like it's hard to really tell someone's a fuck boy unless they show it what the hell exactly <laughs> like what exactly is a, a fuck boy um, I feel like a fuckboy would be, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I used to be a fuckboy, you know, like, I felt like, you know, like, oh, I got it like that, you know, I can have any girl I want, you know, because girls wanted me, or I know I can do what I want in a relationship or with women, they wouldn't care only because of them wanting me and because I knew I was able to treat them right, that they kind of looked past, I guess, like, the red flags right because i'm gonna be honest you know being young i did have it just it just hit a chord when you said fuck boy because it reminded me of this song i finally guys took a chance on chloe bailey's album and she has a song called pray it away and 
she doesn't say fuck boy but she's like fuck nigga fuck nigga in the beginning and i'm like what the what in the world and mind you the title's called pray it away so I, I guess now i know you learn something every day Alrighty, so i thought we'd do something a little different in this episode i have in front of me a list of five men all well known and i'm going to give you examples of things they've have done and you tell me if you think they're toxic jb we also have a special guest um so guys this is actually an ex of mine she's actually the mother of my kids so we're gonna you know have her play this little game with me as well yes um, we actually have um we actually have my former sister-in-law and the mother of my beautiful nieces to share her female perspective on these men. All right, guys. So this is Leticia. Wait, everybody say hi, Leti. So, Hello. so how are we doing? Oh, good. <laughs> All right. So you guys ready to play? So our first bachelor right goes by the name of justin timberlake and let's go down the list he persuaded britney spears to have a at-home abortion exposed her infidelity wrote countless songs about her casted a look-alike from one of his videos and hit her with jokes over the span of 10 15 years let's not forget his black sin culture vulture accusations his ridiculous prince beef and leaving janet jackson to receive all of the backlash over their super bowl fiasco not to mention he was also seen holding hands with one of his co-stars so let the JB, Justin Timberlake, perfect example of a toxic man? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. <laughs> okay, our next guy comes from across the pond and was once married to Katy Perry. Russell Brand most recently has forced allegations of rape, sexual assault, and emotionally abusive behavior from four different women per the huff post he has denied the allegations claiming only that he was very very promiscuous in his past russell brand toxic or simply promiscuous i mean if there's no proof then i would have to say promiscuous only because i don't know if has there ever been has it been proven i mean like, i think they're just accusations now yeah so i would i would say promiscuous I would there's like conspiracy it. theories that like um the uk is like trying to like silence him or shut him down or Apparently, he is, like, born again. And now all these stories are coming out after he's, like, gotcha. speaking truth about a lot of things. All right. Right? So, our third guy. He's a Rhode Island local and has had his hand in some of the biggest pop songs. His name is Lucas Sebastian Gottwald and goes by several stage names but mostly known by Dr. Luke. Unlike many of the allegations in the list, the claims against music producer Dr. Luke was examined in a court in a complicated legal battle with the singer Kesha. So he was accused of like raping um, for the past 10 years, um, sexually, physically, verbally, and emotionally abusing Kesha. He's also been a dickhead to people like Kelly Clarkson, do you feel that Dr. Luke is a toxic man? Um, I mean, it's kind of, oh, dang, that's kind of, because it's like when you say accusations, it's like you can't really call somebody toxic over accusations. Like, you know, it's kind of hard. <laughs> right. So, I mean, Letty, do you think he would be considered toxic? You'd have to repeat that only because of the kids. I'm sorry. Um, basically, it's just accusations of him being like, an asshole to certain people and he's been accused of like rape of kesha drugging and, like, people yeah and stuff like that but again accusations like there's been nothing proven it's just accusations would you say he's a toxic man? Proof, you right you can't you can't judge someone based exactly. on stories and hearsay so i want to ask you a question before i go on are you guys like big on the term where there's smoke there's usually fire 
Yes. So with all these accusations, do you feel like something yeah, might probably, be off I, on this guy? I, I feel like something's off, but they're probably trying to like, um, I guess you could just make it a little more like, like extensify the issue. Yeah. So I feel like probably he like probably like maybe he is an asshole of a person you know or maybe he said something rude to somebody one day and then someone didn't like it and it's like oh he's just an asshole to everybody and you know so, so i feel like they're trying to like extensify the issue more than what it really is mm. our next famous celebrity i know everybody knows him he's managed to sustain a flourishing singing career despite being charged for domestic abuse chris brown is one of the easily most toxic bachelors out there however he still manages to get girlfriends he has dated rihanna on on and on off again off basis for years despite beating her unconscious back in 2000 and who wrote this when he and the live your life singer aren't together and sometimes when they are he is with aspiring model karushi tran brown is somehow still desirable after being charged with domestic violence which makes absolutely no sense to us jb letty what are your thoughts about chris brown is he toxic letty you think he's toxic so guys your thoughts on chris brown toxic like we all saw the pictures years ago with rihanna I'm not trying to bring up the past, but and he still has continued to sort of right. Um, I feel like he has toxic tendencies, but as a person, I don't feel like he's toxic. Like he's a toxic person. I do feel like some people are capable of having toxic tendencies, but being generally good people. Because if he was as toxic as everybody says he is, then how has he managed to? You know, why are women still wanting to be with him? Why is he? You know still managing to have these relationships and you know if somebody knew like oh he beat rihanna he's toxic why would you put yourself in a situation to be with a toxic man you know? i have a question for letty letty yeah. you knowing everything about chris brown he asks you on a date you're going Hell no. <laughs> well, Let, don't get me wrong he's fine but no <laughs> <laughs> Our last guy is a big jerk for a lot of his exes. He's also a successful singer. John Mayer. You guys heard of him? Yes. So John Mayer is the epitome of toxic toxic to some women. He has had relationships with numerous women in Hollywood, including Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, and Katy Perry. And he has earned a reputation for being a total jerk and a big mouth. His interview with Playboy back in 2010, where he discussed his sexual relationship with Simpson shows just how toxic he can be. That girl for me is a drug, and drugs aren't good for you if you do lots of them, John said after their breakup. Yeah, that girl is like a crack wow yeah that girl is like crack cocaine to me sexually it was crazy that's all i'll say it was like napalm sexual napalm toxic i'm sorry i'm gonna have to give it yeah it's definitely toxic and then especially to share your sexual relationship with somebody like without their consent is kind of like why would you do that like that's um yeah i would have to go with toxic all right so before any of these guys want to come for any of us three i want them to understand that this list came from she knows.com and fametime.com so sue them don't sue me <laughs> <laughs> jb have you ever been called toxic yes many times by letty <laughs> yes she is one of them <laughs> oh Le so let me let me elaborate on that um, elaborate on what your toxicity all right so it's no excuse you know i do i'm you know i accept the fact that you know i do have toxic tendencies and one being 
and one of them being <laughs> <laughs> i saw you lower her mic no no, no her, I, was try, her, I was trying to like turn phone. it i was trying to turn it this way but let me no we're definitely gonna ask Letty some questions oh my but go ahead all right so for a while you know i struggled with my anger and i've recently have i mean not recently but you know i have been to anger management and i think my toxicity comes from how i handle certain situations like me generally as a person i try to be like the best person i can be but if certain like during conflict i do have a tendency of handling those situations really bad and my anger does get the best of me i get very petty and toxic and say things like but then when i'm more level-headed then i'm like damn you know i could have handled it differently but then as i said you know sometimes i still handle it the same way your toxicness is it driven by alcohol or is it just like anger driven driven by anger in the moment i would say more like anger driven because then oh like you blank out yeah because even when i am like you know like i said i go out like i used to go out a lot i drink and stuff and usually when i drink i'm the life of the party everybody loves being around me everybody tells me they love my vibe but when i am drunk if i get into conflict it's like on a thousand and it's Mm. more again anger like that gets the best of it's my anger that gets the best of me who's who's most most toxic or who who's pull the most toxic stunts you or letty i feel like y'all both mean well and y'all both probably made mistakes right so like my generally speaking right like with me and letty most of my toxicity came after we had split like uh. that's where the major toxic like the actions and the disrespect came and yeah because you know like me generally i'm a person you know i like to talk things out and stuff like that but letty has a toxic trait of hers where she just doesn't like to talk sometimes like she kind of dismissive and she gets very defensive you know i don't want to deal with that shit toxic. that's me just being no because if if but if you're in a relationship with somebody and you have those issues then that means you should not be in a relationship because then when problems occur then there's no fixing those issues or issues yeah, get thrown into the toxic. air and then it just causes <laughs> long-term problems so that is kind of toxic to know you have healing to do but then you still get emotionally involved with people but then, <laughs> it's tendencies you're not toxic people just we have toxic it out tendencies there. it's just little tendencies i have tendencies too don't get me wrong <laughs> all right <laughs> what's what is the best advice you can give to a woman or i guess a gay man um with dealing with a toxic person toxic man um, what's your advice and then we'll ask her so my advice while dealing with somebody who's toxic is kind of get the hell out of there like i wouldn't i wouldn't say get the hell out of there only because you know if somebody truly does care about you they will try and work on those things and fix them but for someone who's toxic instead of automatically like attacking them like oh but you're this and you're that you don't try to have a conversation about it and if you see that they're really like dismissive about it and kind of get defensive then you get the hell out of there because now that's now they they're aware of their toxicity and they're not trying to change and they're not trying to do anything to do better or be better for you 
So that's when you get the hell out of there. Right. I always address the toxicity. Always. I feel unless they're like physically violent, I feel like a lot of people with toxic tendencies has redemption in them. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I've always say about people who are physically abusive, once you've actually physically harmed somebody they're gonna do it again a lot of people say because the second you put your hand on someone you've completely lost all respect for them exactly and and it's also like when if you if somebody physically hurts you and you stay with them you're basically giving them power over you because now they see like oh i put my hands on her i gave her a little apology a little apology and she still accepted me for it and now no, they feel I like mean, they like, <laughs> i I agree and disagree. For example, people have put their hands on me and the only thing that they got in out of the situation is like, damn, I put my hand on them and they beat the shit out of me. So now I know I shouldn't do it again. Yo, you know what? Once someone threw a guinea pig cage at my head with the guinea pigs inside. Yeah. What the poor guinea pigs? <laughs> yeah, no, no. They threw the cage at my head. It missed. It hit the wall. The guinea pigs went flying out. A week later, she gave birth to like a handicapped baby that oh, wow. I named Little Leg. Little and, Leg. And because or was it left leg? Some some shit like that. And because the baby was sick and he was limping, she didn't want to feed him, so he ended up dying. Yeah, well, man. It's crazy. And mind you, they did it in front of Dylan when I was like. When he was like six, seven years old. That's I beat the shit out of them. Yeah. They did it again. Only one more time. <laughs> and I beat the shit out of them again. Like, and the person was like six, seven. Toxic person. I remember. Well, I don't remember that scenario. But you remember, but the, remember person. the person. Yes, the person. The yeah. Person. <laughs> now he's, I mean, he's still six, seven, but now. I mean, was he going to shrink? <laughs> he's like. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, when, like I said, my advice would be if you seeds that test the toxic tendencies always address them well letty what do you say to a friend who tells you they're dealing with a guy who's toxic it, it really depends what they're telling me because sometimes your friends won't always tell you everything they'll tell you parts but they won't tell you fully exactly what's going on detail for detail basically it's pretty much because they know that they're gonna take them back sometimes they will sometimes they won't but nine times out of ten, if she's telling you something, it's based off pure just frustration and anger. Not basically saying, like, what do I do? Should I leave? Should I go? It's more so just a venting. So it's like, I would personally say, for me now, because I'm a different person, but yes. if they're telling me that the guy they're talking to is toxic, I would personally say get out of that situation. Before I would say talk it out, but when you're toxic, there's not much you can do for them. They have to learn to work on that within themselves. You can't do much about it. That's something they have to work on. You can't oh. help them work on something that they already have wrong with them. Like that's not up to you. What if the, like the tables if, have turned? What if your friend is like telling if a man's relying on you to make them happy? You have to already like be happy. I feel like you can't like just have someone. Oh, yes. Listen to my niece. No, but what if the tables have turned? What if your friend is telling you, hey, Molly, girl, you're in danger. That guy is toxic. Let him go. Are you the one to take heed of the warning or are you going to be like, I'm going to figure it out myself? I'd take the warning. That's 
because I do take a lot of people's words into consideration. So I feel like if they are seeing something that I might not be seeing, then there's got to be something going on. Oh, I have a juicy question. What if the warning is coming from your ex? Oh. <laughs> 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 that is that hilarious. It really depends. They got to know the person. How would they know if they're toxic if they don't know them? For real. I give you that. If they already know who the person is, they know about that person, and they know like their past experiences with them, then I get it. But if they don't know them at all, they never met them, it's kind of hard to take their word for it. Do you really know based upon whatever I'm telling you? Like, you know what I mean? For real. But, but sorry, but to, to go a little more into detail with that part, what I'm telling you. If you don't want somebody to tell you something that you don't want to hear, then why say anything to that person about anything you have going on? Because everybody's entitled to their own opinion, correct? So if you're telling me... Yeah, but opinions are like assholes. No, but listen... Everybody but, has one. But, <laughs> if, but if you tell somebody, oh, this person does this, this person does that, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, or she did this, she did that, then obviously somebody hearing and not knowing the full situation, if I'm just hearing what you're telling me, I'm going to have everything negative to say or to think because you're only telling me the negative. Yeah. And all I'm hearing constantly is the negative. That what? If someone's telling you both positive and negative, like both sides of it, like not just negative, but also like the positive. Then I guess it would be, it would have to be the scale of the toxicity. Like how bad is it? You know, like if the bad because there's some bad things that like somebody could do 10 good things and do one bad thing that completely outweighs the good things they're doing because it could be something so big you know? yeah i agree let what's the biggest red flag you've ignored <sighs> um something that hit you and you're like mm, maybe this um, will change or maybe i can fix this Maybe I can. I've mm, honestly lately, if I see a red flag, I stray from it. <laughs> I'm gonna lie to you. Before I've ignored red flags, and I think the biggest one I've ignored. Ah, man, hold on, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> now you're good. <laughs> Imagine I ignored a whole guinea pig cage flying at my head. And now you got a handicapped guinea pig. And now I got a, and now I'm the grandfather of a handicapped baby. All because someone decides to be toxic. Yeah. I feel like a a biggest red flag for me at least is when someone the aggression, like when someone's aggressive towards you, not necessarily physical, but aggressive in words. That was one red flag that I've met, that I kind of like surpassed. And then when something happened, it was just kind of like, damn, I really should have saw that coming. So is it like passive aggressive or more like aggressive, like, you know, like Not in your face? Because I noticed like a passive aggressive is a lot that a people overlook and stuff like that. You know, when people are snarky and they're just like yeah, a and dickhead. And they show like no emotion hey. towards it. They just like. And they're still yeah, yeah, they're seeing still, like, like they're cool, and levitt headed. And then they get they're really snarky. But then when those people the are dangerous, like if the situation gets a little worse, now they're like, oh, in your face and yelling in your face. And, you know, exactly. 
so yeah um genevieve right 189 shared this observation um red is one of my favorite things i always say that i like reading into people's lives right but she says i noticed that toxic guys are the most proactive in relationships and dating and it's starting to annoy me why do you feel that someone believe this that toxic men are actually more proactive in relationships than nonchalant decent genuine guys um i guess it's i feel like they're masking their toxic tendencies no so they're overcompensating so it's easier because if now if i'm proactive in trying to pursue somebody and like i'm taking you out on dates or always texting you or whatever the case is now you have no idea that deep down i'm actually a toxic person you have no idea the type of person i am but all you see is this good amazing guy who treats you well and now it's like oh i want him and then now once i have you now i feel comfortable showing or like now i'm like all right i have her now it's like now you're gonna see the real me and then everything comes out and you think that because they're in a relationship with you now it's like oh well if they really love me they're not gonna leave me yeah. Because you know they're gonna they're gonna you know stay with me till I either get better or fix these things. And sometimes I feel like toxic people need somebody to I guess it's like dump misery. their toxicity on. I feel like a toxic person is miserable and misery loves company, so they're always gonna want to be in a relationship, right. even and, though and, they should be by themselves working you, on themselves. And if you think about it, somebody who's toxic isn't gonna use their toxicity to get somebody. You know, like it's always like they say like, yeah when the hell did that become a selling point right like i'm not gonna show you the type of person i really am and then you're gonna want me because you're not gonna want me i'm so gonna show you you're into the relationship when you're carrying my baby right and now it's like well you're gonna and then they try to use that oh you're just like everybody else you're always leaving <laughs> right so before we wrap up i have a story nakova nars share this to the internet the most toxic guy i've dated and all of the red flags i ignored it's a lot I've been seeing a guy a couple of times after I met him in an online chat room. Oh, God, that's the worst. Looking back, there were so many red flags that I wanted to write them down in order to wrap my head around this myself. Maybe you can relate and be smarter than me. I know this a lot. I'm disgusted by myself that I put up with this and didn't dump him earlier. I was just really lonely and lost at the time. That's what most of us, what hurts us. We're just so lonely that we will accept any kind of company. That is true. And this goes for guys, women, yeah. in between, them just, just unicorns out in the world. Honestly, it just goes for everybody. You know, nobody likes to feel alone. <laughs> right? So, this is just about every red flag there was. One, he deleted the first chat we had. What? Why is that a red flag? Probably trying to hide the conversation. Probably okay. He, you know. he showed me a bunch of pictures of him with his past hookups and exes. Before why that's disgusting <laughs> why would you do that i've had people show me videos of them fucking someone else and i'm like but i'm supposed to be turned on i've been told about past experiences they've had with like and usually it's always sexual like i've literally been sent <laughs> videos like look what i did i'm like i not interested not interested <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she continues. He bragged about all the DMs he gets from Instagram famous women. He never gave me any compliments at all. He asked me for her approval of his looks all the time. Wait, he asked me for approval of his looks all the time? At least he's not asking you to ask him for approval of your looks, right? He straight up said that my lips were done badly. 
in parentheses, which they are not. I did my research and showed me a picture of an ex saying, look, this looks bomb. She just had more filler than me and it was Facetune. She continues, he took a picture with me and said I look fat and he took the same picture with a different girl and she didn't. Actually, I'm almost underweight. How dare you tell me I look fat? His apartment was dirty as hell. Why I'm extra clean before somebody comes over. His sheets had multiple stains. He insisted on coming over right now. Just needs to put his clothes on while I'm already, while I already was getting ready, cleaning, etc. For hours, she makes no sense. I'm starting to think that she's the toxic person. <laughs> he never took the initiative. I was always on top when making out. Yeah, she seems that, like the toxic sounds... person. I'm sorry. He said he cheated on his exes and broke up multiple times with them. He once blocked me on WhatsApp out of nowhere. He was mad at me for not having been able to walk his dog while I was sick. He never asked questions. He was never interested in anything I showed him or talked about. He insisted on not using a condom. He kept on playing his music that I didn't like. I was not allowed to play mine. When I did, he just started to play his own <laughs> over it. <laughs> <laughs> he never cared how I felt. When I was really sick, he kept on ranting about people who owe him money and he wants to take revenge on them. He had no concern for me. How dare he talk about his problems while she's sick. He got very angry and aggressive at the smallest things. He would ignore what I said or what I asked. I would exactly explain to him why I was sad or mad in a collective manner, but he was unable to understand any mistakes on his behalf ever. He drank and do drugs a lot even when I asked him to slow down. He fell asleep on my floor because he was so drunk while I was talking to... While I was tr talking trying to solve an issue with my internet on the phone. The operator even heard him snoring. How dare he? She was on the phone with an Man, operator. Dude. You fell asleep on her floor and you in snored. The background? Wow. Some of these are pretty petty. Alright. Um, I'll continue. I, sh I peed on my bathroom floor and didn't flash flushed the toilet i'm guessing he peed on her bathroom floor and didn't flush the toilet he secretly filmed me while i was giving him a blowjob and sent it to a friend that's toxic that's a dickhead move he threw his cigarettes out of my window instead of using the ashtray i gave him yo <laughs> he didn't keep his word twice one once when he said he was going to come over sober and the second time when promised to stay sober for a whole week his dog looked angry and sad and was barking all the time i'm not sure he took proper care of him he showed his tinder profile to me and said he added that he was only looking for ones or ons at the same time he told me he was just seeing me to have sex he saw something good in me and i'm important to him and he liked me I was there for him emotionally when he didn't even take note of it. He is still mad at me for not wanting to see him anymore. He even mentioned how bad emotional abuse was, making the other person feel small, guilty all the time while doing just that. He sent somebody to ring my doorbell repeatedly. What? <laughs> to scare me because he was mad at me. When... <laughs> when I then said I had nightmares of somebody breaking into... In he didn't care. <laughs> That's fucked up. You knew she had nightmares of someone breaking into her apartment. So you sent somebody to ring her door. <laughs> it's not funny, guys. It's I. It's just I, so fucked up. That's fucked look, up. she's right. I told me that the only money that the only money was important to him, not me. Uh, she, I, she's a lot of grammar. Um, a lot of illiterate. Yeah, s spelling. <laughs> 
issues. He replied, you are important. Got any benzos? (laughs) (laughs) What's benzos? When you like Benjamins. Oh. (laughs) Why she put parentheses drugs? So is benzos money or benzos drugs? I've never heard of. Right? Look, she also says he wanted to give me gifts that ex-girlfriends had to return to him. At the same time, he said he hated people who didn't make gifts out of pure kindness and that his kindness was abused. One extra, because this list wasn't long enough. He refused to use lube for anal sex. Oh, he's an asshole. Evil. (laughs) Evil. (laughs) Tell me if there isn't any red flag that this guy does not show. I feel like they both have some red flags. Definitely. She says... What I take away from this is that I gave my all to this guy because I saw something in him. Probably his physical strength, ability to make money, difficult past, hands-on mentality. So she had a savior complex. This is um <laughs> JB's twin. <laughs> he just wasn't he just wasn't boring, but very troubled. I'm not saying he's a bad person, but he definitely was not ready for me. He tried to manipulate me and took advantage of my kindness. After all, I allowed this to happen. I'm better than that, and I won't allow anyone to treat me like that again. I'm going to work on setting and enforcing stronger boundaries to protect myself. JB, what are your thoughts with that long-ass laundry list? Um, So, one, I want to point out, I really feel like this guy is 100% a fuckboy. I wouldn't, I mean, yes, he has, toxic again, toxic tendencies. Having toxic tendencies doesn't technically make you a toxic person. Because, you know, having toxic tendencies, you can work on. You know, you can fix, you can... But if you're just a toxic person, like, overall in anything that you do, then that's something you have to work on with yourself. You know, you can't have somebody... You can't talk those out with somebody and have them help you. You know, you have to work those out by yourself. But this guy sounds like a complete fuckboy. Exactly. I mean, because to sit there and then tell somebody about your past relationships <laughs> or your past experiences... And he didn't even use lube. Right. I mean, the lube, that's, just, just, that's just pure it. evil. That's just pure evil. <laughs> but my like, please, th- lube! And he's like, no. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> I mean, but if you knew he didn't use lube, why would you still let him perform anal on you? <laughs> exactly. I mean, now, unless he... Huh. But yeah, so unless he raped her, then that's a different story, but... Well, I hope he didn't rape her. It's like, how many times do you have to get raped before you realize that you're in the wrong relationship? Right. And then my thing is, though, Thank God, like, knock on wood, I've never dealt with that anyone forcibly taking advantage of me sexually. Right. Physical is another story. They had to learn the hard way not to touch me. Because I will get on a ladder. I've, I've literally stepped on top of the bed to be the same height of some exes who were happy hands yeah uh, anthony likes apparently he likes basketball players that are like apparently yo you know one time <laughs> we had gotten into a physical dispute right long story short i was minding my business at home i was laying in the bed and then every so often i will come across like incriminating messages and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i never looked for it but when you're living in my house and you're using my computer and you forget to sign off and you forget to do all of these extra stuff like literally i will sit in front of my computer turn on turn on the just the monitor i didn't even have to sign on and it'd be like bing the facebook messages open like dude close it off 
right? I used to see for for real. Be smart about it. So that's why I say women are better cheaters because every person that has ever cheated on me and they were guys, it's I've never looked for it. It it looked for me, right? So I remember reading these messages one time, and this guy was writing to my ex-husband uh, at the time because we were married, and it was saying like, "Oh, what time does he get off? What's your address?" So this person knew my schedule. They knew that I got off at 11:30. They knew how the duration, how long it took me to get home. All and this. That's kind of scary because then that puts you in danger. Yeah. What if this person's crazy and, and wants to get you out the picture? Like- and my address, my doorbell number, everything was in part of these messages. So I remember my my husband at the time, he was out, I think, clubbing with his friends or whatever. And he calls me like to catch up, like, hey, we're having fun, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, who's such and such? What? No, who's such and such? Click, hungs, hangs up on me. I signed him off. At least I was being nice. I <laughs> signed him off, went to bed, was chilling, watching a movie. He comes storming in, right? He starts throwing out his belongings out of the window and that's fine because they're your belongings i don't care (laughs) but he then threw my laptop out onto the fire escape that was strike one and then he took this builder bear that we had built together and it had like the little barking chip inside Mm. so while he was ripping the head off the dog the dog was barking and that made me snap and I came like a damn cannonball and charged towards him and sent him flying into the wall. That when he, like his head created a hole in the wall, like it was in the wall. And that's when all hell broke loose. And I was like, oh God, he's charging at me. This guy is like six, seven. <laughs> like this just got real. <laughs> this just got real. So I stood up on the bed and I just started swinging. <laughs> Before I knew it, I was flipped over. I like my legs were up in the air. He was strangling me and Alana was there. Alana literally stood in front of the door and she was like, are you serious? Oh no. And just walked away. And I'm like, right, like, help. Right, like, help. Choking. (laughs) Yo, I never let her live this down. But yeah, like it was really, really bad really he strangled me one time in my own mom's house while they were sleeping so i know my fair share of toxicity i was arrested because of this person we should have this person on this podcast <laughs> you, should, you can interview us <laughs> ah, that would yeah be very but interesting. yeah it was wild before we wrap up i have a really really good question it's something that you brought to my attention today i know i have my opinion you have your opinion but jb a man who doesn't let his son play with Barbies. Is that a toxic man? No. With toxic masculinity. What? How do you pronounce the word? Masculinity. Yeah, that word. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, everybody, you know, <clears throat> is entitled to, you know, feel how they feel. And at the end of the day, it's your child, you know. So you're a dad, but to two girls. Yes. If you had a son, would you buy him a Barbie? No, I would not. But how can you say that it doesn't matter, but you wouldn't buy your son a Barbie? Because, like I said, you know, everybody's entitled to how they feel on it and the way I feel and just how it's always been for generations. You know, Barbies were always 
idealized as a gift for little girls they've always been gifted to little girls now yes there is no saying on the barbie only for girls you know they're for kids we won't but. go too much into it on this episode because we are working on an episode with a toxic um gender roles and like yeah. expectations so right. but just me like so the do way, you the feel way i feel like i just feel like they've always just been for little girls you know i've always seen them for little girls so you know i just i wouldn't do it me personally i wouldn't do it if you want to do it you know more props to you but i personally i wouldn't do it and, and don't, don't get me wrong and i don't this feel like is... that makes me a toxic man you know no like, no definitely <laughs> not don't get me wrong i stand on the opposing side like don't get me wrong i'm not gonna buy my nephew the entire barbie castle and convertible and all the moving pieces but if there is like a particular doll or if i had a child i would probably buy it for them i was a kid that used to play with um I have a lot of pictures holding little baby dolls and stuff like that. And in my time, they used to, maybe I'm just brainwashed, because in my time, they used to say when your little boy play with dolls that it's going to make him a good dad when he grows up. And actually, you know, speak, well, I don't want to get too much into it, but. Like, I I get where a dad wouldn't be proud enough or feel comfortable enough to buy his son the entire Barbie collection, but. What yeah. if it's just one doll? What if it's a doll like designed from a, like a popular movie? So, for example, The Morals just came out. Shout out to The Morals, which, by the way, I had a ticket and I had to cancel it. Oh, but man. The Morals, right? They made a 12-inch doll of Captain Marvel. Now, it looks like a Barbie, but it's a superhero. Would you buy your son that? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm, and as, as odd as it's going to sound, but yes, only because Marvel was never, like the Marvel um universe was never intended for boys or girls you know there are boys and girls in the movie you know it was never intended like this symbolizes boys or this symbolizes girls it was always just like a gender neutral thing and again like i said you know barbies have always just been a symbolism for a girl gift it's just always been like that so i mean it's 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 weird it's a it's a weird thing but you know me growing up also like i've had power ranger toys that were oh, like I'm, triggered. I'm triggered <laughs> and but the thing is like i'm me personally i never asked for them they were just gifted to me you know i never said like oh hey i want that you know they were just gifted to me because it was power rangers and- no i asked for them i remember <laughs> one time the power rangers came out with 12 inch dolls i personally never see any of the males i'm not sure if they designed any of the male rangers but i remember there was the pink ranger doll and the yellow ranger doll and i remember Bobby took me to toys r us and he was with his friend a friend of him, of his was there i can't remember who he was but I remember there they were on the shelf and I asked for the pink ranger doll and I asked for the yellow ranger doll and Poppy, it was packaged like a Barbie and he told me this is for girls and they laughed but I don't think they were laughing at the fact that I was asking for a doll they were just you know in between you know allowing me to pick a toy they were joking around with each other so i don't know it just so happened the timing was right after i asked for this barbie doll i saw my dad laughing and so i equated it as i was not allowed to get this doll and now he's making fun of me i remember i ran home and i cried i was like i want the pink ranger doll i think he's learned his lesson though because (laughs) after that they made um a storm doll from x-men (laughs) <laughs> he got me it. I remember he I was crying for He's a like, Cabbage Patch kid. <laughs> but now, you, I mean, like like you said, we'll get into it in the, the full episode. Um, exactly, exactly. But, 
but yeah you know i feel like it's just this i guess you would say like what the the toy symbolizes you know and again barbies were just always meant for girls like and if you even seen like barbie commercials it's always been little girls playing with barbie toys so in but the and, way things are going now, I swear, yeah, give it and, another five years, you're going to have a commercial with a little boy. Like, this yeah, is and, Barbie. And, and she's in action pack. Like, uh, watch them. I you, swear. And you see, I'm going to be honest, that also has to go. And They're going to have army know, Barbie, and they're going to have a little boy um, film the commercial. <laughs> play with her. <laughs> but you see, like, my thing is also, it's like, it's no, like. I was like the Easy I, Bake Oven. Like, like you know, those little boys on the boxes now. Right. The easy Bake yeah, Oven. Yeah, I actually see And now that. there's neutral colors for the Easy Bake Oven now see like i like like i was like now for like the lgbt community like to say i hope you guys take no offense to this but it's you know the whole sexual identity thing being forced onto little kids is just a little too much you know like let them be kids let them you know still learn life if in the future when they're older and they understand a little more and they feel like they want to explore the side and they're curious then you know that's fine but when they're at the age to do so like you can't sit here and let a little boy paint his nails and dress up in dresses because he feels like you know i feel like let like let boy like let little kids be little kids if there's one thing that i credit my, both my parents is that they never force fed me any ideology of sort of love and sexuality like i was playing with action figures until i was like 13 14 years old like i was not thinking about no girls no boys yeah uh i knew how to appreciate an attractive boy or girl like i knew what was cute what was ugly you know but that was based on what i've picked up on television and stuff like that like right. i was in love with cinderella that was like my first love like the first like uh, like celebrity crush was like Drew Barrymore in ET. So I grew up seeing the the different ages of Drew Barrymore. But I was not really thinking like, oh, the little like six years old and people asking me, you got a girlfriend? I think that's inappropriate. That is inappropriate or, for a little boy. Or for, I think it's inappropriate for a little girl to be like, so how many boyfriends you have? I why are we talking about relationships with these children? They should be playing with dolls and like. And learning their math, not right, or, learning or parents telling their kids like, because yeah, I mean that's what they see. You know, it's like usually it'd be like back in the time, you know, it'd be men and women. But to sit here and tell your child like, this is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be with a girl. You're supposed to be with a man. Like, don't like let them be kids. You know, like don't have them asking questions. Like a, a five-year-old, a six-year-old should not be asking oh like you like him you think he's cute right exactly like, what do you mean you think he's cute i'm about to slap you in your mouth right like what are you like that's none of your business you're a child like you know stay you know but nowadays in the, like the generation we live now it's like everything's just being so forced onto our kids and you know i guess that's starting the whole you know like people feel like oh like the lgbtq community is being attacked or not being appreciated or and you know it's just some people just feel like things like that just it's just it's a time and place for stuff like that exactly you know what i mean it's a that's time why, and place that's why i cannot wait for our third and final episode to our toxic saga where we're gonna be focusing on toxic gender roles for and men and women <laughs> but until then this is it for today i am bruno and i'm signing off all right guys have a good night bye